Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Uh, This evening, this fine Thursday evening, you have myself, James Radio, and my ever-trusty companion, the Robtimist himself. We're on a little bit of a winning streak, Rob. You concerned at all about the defense? Um, Yes, no. Obviously, I am not happy with what we've been seeing. Um, I am optimistically hoping that it's something we can turn around. Adding Chubb, um, you know, hopefully we'll fix the pass rush issues. We, we don't have the coverage to get to be able to do the blitzing and get coverage sacks. We're getting close. This maybe gets us over the hump. Um, I am worried if it if if it doesn't start getting better <laughs> i will be very worried um our december schedule and and when and if playoffs yeah what we're doing now ain't ain't going to cut it i've definitely been on record as being kind of an apologist for the defense this year um uh, i feel like they they definitely have won like they've they've won some games for us right you know pittsburgh game the Patriots game, they were, you know, those are both, they were both outstanding in both of those, those games. Um, the Buffalo game, they did just enough to win. They played well, you know, well enough to win that game. And that's against the Buffalo. Vikings game. What's that? And that's, yeah, against, that's Buffalo. against Buffalo. Like right. that was, yeah. yeah. The, the Vikings game, I thought they played exceptionally well and they deserved better than what they got. Um, but, uh, but yeah, last couple of weeks have been troubling. The Bears game, it was kind of, a, it was a little bit of a misnomer because we're, we always, seem to have a hard time with with scrambling quarterbacks minus the Thursday night game against the Ravens last year I can't remember a game against a rushing quarterback where we didn't just get torched um we play a lot of man which just opens you up to having quarterbacks run like crazy and that's what Fields did I mean that's that that is why they scored points he wasn't killing us from the pocket like he only had like I think like 129 passing yards or something honestly um, he didn't really look good throwing the ball like he had made a couple nice throws um, but it was a lot of like easy stuff, right? Like on those bootlegs where, you know, there, you have to honor the run and then you have a guy, you know, running across the field wide open. One of the things that was like really driving me nuts was they're just, they weren't 
staying in their like like they weren't staying the same like phillips yeah. and chubb for as great as they are they were just chasing like you know what i mean like they were just like undisciplined you know getting sucked in and then he just runs right around them right or right you know right by them because they because they got fooled um because of how aggressive they are it pays off more often than not you're not gonna be facing a lot of guys like justin fields who you know pretty much can only run um but it, it was it was tough to see um you know it was, it was maddening to watch Honestly, there were a couple throws where I mean they could have won, they could have won that game. I mean he missed a couple throws. Yep. They dropped that dude dropped that fourth down like that was that hit him in the hands. It was a good enough throw like to, to where that game could have you know could have kept going at least giving them a shot at a field goal. So yeah, so yeah, he's not a great passer yet. Like everybody's like, oh, he's finally he's here. Like his passing numbers are ter- are not good. He made some good throws, you know. It was wasn't the hardest throw, but he got that ball to Mooney over X for the touchdown. Oh, that know. was a nice throw. Yeah, was, I, yeah, give him that one. That was that was a good throw for sure. The touchdown pass was a very nice throw. I thought. And actually, this I I would compliment to more his the ball handling skills, like the fakes. <clears throat> that one touchdown to Komet. Oh, he's he's. Yeah. It was amazing, like where he like he he fakes the handoff and then he just kind of stands there with his back to the defense and somebody's about to maul him and he just like turbo like hits the turbo button and he just like zips around the corner and, and hits commit and it was just like you know was, that's very well done you know it's hard for yeah, the defense he's, he's to an know exceptional where to scrambler be. he's he's exceptionally talented when it comes to that but that's it also, only took also the Bears like play action five, and six weeks to figure that out and play action which is like a separate skill but yeah totally he's yes. he's got it yeah um the good news uh the offense looks (laughs) this is the best miami dolphins offense i've seen since early 90s and i i don't think that's much of a stretch for you no oh absolutely i mean no i mean this is the best this is the best offense the nfl has seen since the since the rams right now since the the... i'm talking about for the dolphins well i know but i'm talking about the nfl hasn't seen this since in 20 years well, uh, yeah, let's we'll need to see it sustained a little well, bit more. But I'm saying like that they could they could be terrible the rest of the season and the first nine games, the offense that we've seen in the first nine games yeah. is the best that would still be the best offense I've seen since the since the late uh or early nineties, like the, the kind of like the the end of Marino's greatness. Right. <clears throat> yeah. No, but um, but yeah, far. no, I just you know, I again I, you know, we keep we sound like a broken record here, but you know, Hill, Waddle, um just the speed um, the way the defenses have to honor the speed, but the scheme, you know, the the, the play calling to uh, you know to have the routes and then the the types of play calling that they're calling against these defenses, um, the anticipation and throws the two is making are you know they're, they're just some beautiful throws in this game. Um, cool, he's been he cooled off a little bit, uh, you know, kind of towards the end uh, of the game, but still just a phenomenal game from uh, from from Tua and just you know, Waddle Hill. Uh, even Sherfield and Wilson, uh, Cedric Wilson Jr. showed up. Um, but the real Wilson Jr., as you like to call him, as, as we like to call him, Jeff Wilson Jr., man, he looks like the truth. He had a, a great game showing up. Uh, I knew he was going to fit right away, but, yeah, he looked amazing. I think he's what he's what they thought they were getting in Chase Edmonds right there. Right. Like, he's power and speed. Like, he's like, it's... He's much, he's bigger than Edmonds. He's a, he's a, yeah. he's a, a much bigger runner, but, yeah, and he's got a lot of speed. Yeah, yeah, he's he he actually, I I mean him him and Mostert now <clears throat> as a one two, is very tantalizing. Yeah, because Mostert didn't have his didn't didn't play great. He was, he, fine. was not the best that we've seen yeah. Mostert, but Wilson more than picked up for him. So, um, you know, and he's uh, he <laughs> caught a touchdown, didn't drop the ball, <laughs> which was nice. also great in uh, pass protection. He also made a great block on that on that long on that third down. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I just love love what you see there um, out of him. It was also I, I did allude to it a little bit. Uh, Cedric Wilson Jr. Um, got a little bit involved in the offense this week, which was nice to see. Um, I thought the offensive line played, you know, exceptionally well. I, I, again, this this Bears defense had their two best players traded away, um, you know, before this game. So, um, you know, they're 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 reeling again a little bit of the competition, right? Like the, the Lions have a terrible defense, although they did completely shut down the Packers last week. And then the, the bears um, who are not the same defense they were at the beginning of the year. So um, yeah, just kind of looking at 
how the game went. It was it was a lot of, uh, you know, the Dolphins got out to a fast start, and it looked like they were just going to blow the doors off of them. Um, the blocked punt, um, which was I mean, that, oh, uh, yeah, we so haven't nice. talked about that yet. That was uh, it was great to see because we've had a lot of problems on special teams this year, uh, as we've mentioned several times on the podcast. Um, but Dolphins are uh, were tr- were leading uh, fourteen to ten, I believe, at the time. Was it fourteen to ten? That's an excellent they had, question. They had forced, yeah, they had forced the Bears to punt. Um, you know, it was a quick, quick three and out, I believe. And uh, Jalen Phillips came right up the middle, first block punt of his career, and uh, Van Ginkle scoop and score. Uh, amazing, you know, amazing uh, play by the special I don't teams. Want to and something that was really needed. It wasn't exactly up the middle. He was on the end, but he did a he did an inside move. Uh, right, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But that was a, he. He really put the move on that guy. I guess. I. I mean. I don't know how. I mean. Every once in a blue moon, you see a guy come through like that. It's not. It's not often. And uh, yeah, Phillips did it. So twenty-one to ten, I believe the Bears then um, answered back with a touchdown uh, to make it twenty-one to seventeen. And this was, you know, we had plenty of time uh, to. to to get some points before the end of the half. And then we would be getting the ball back to start the second half. Um, great, great drive, you know, long pass to Hill um, to get us uh, in scoring range. Um, I th- you touched on, we were talking about it before the show. And I think the, the announcers have kind of mentioned it too, about the, the dolphins and the, their clock management there. I, I like them being aggressive and, and running the clock down. They had plenty of time. They were, you know, inside the red zone, it just I, I think they weren't in sync, which ended up, you know, the penalty, you know, ended up moving them back a little bit. It wasn't um, just that. That penalty cost us a timeout because it was it was a would have been a ten second runoff. It was twenty five seconds, so we would have been down to fifteen we were with the one timeout. So we had to use our one timeout after we burned twenty seconds. Like if you were going to use your timeout, correct. you would yeah, have called. If you it have early. your timeouts, right. Like the, so, which was the original plan was to burn the rest of the clock off. Um anyway, but I, but a little miscute. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, I just wanted to defend that more because I know it's not just the announcers. Like even Dolphins fans, you know, they're saying, you know, oh, we yeah. love McDaniel, but it's a rookie mistake. It when it works, and yes, maybe we have to be maybe a little more careful because twice now it's burned us with when penalties has have messed it up. But when when it works, I mean, he's we're scoring, being over the fifty with like. Forty seconds and three timeouts is all the time in the world you need because you could use the whole field. When you're down yeah. there, even with a minute and a half and have no timeouts, now all of a sudden they know it's the you know they're they're guarding the sidelines and it changes everything you're doing. So I like the way he doesn't yeah. panic and call those timeouts. It burned us. Um, well. <laughs> Jason Sanders missed an easy field goal. Uh, well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But just to, to, to parlay off what you were talking about, go, go back to the to the Baltimore game, right? The the then end of worked, that game, they're, like they're moving down the field, and they're you know they had all those timeouts, and the announcers are like, "Why aren't they calling timeouts? Why aren't they calling timeouts?" It's like because you want to leave them with absolutely no time. Like you you're confident in your offense, you're moving down the field. Like yeah, bleed that clock. Like if anybody's going to stop the clock, it should be them because they're going to try and you know they're going to want to get the ball back. You know, or they're going to want to have some time on the clock when they get the ball back. So worked perfectly in, in, in Baltimore. I think they only, you know, we got the clock down to 20, 20 seconds or something before Lamar got the ball back after the, the game-winning touchdown throw from Tua. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. That's the way – that's the proper way to do it. Like, you want to you wanna run that clock down and leave them with absolutely no time. So when executed properly, it works. In this case, you know, we ended up losing the timeout. But, you know, I, st- I still think we should have come away with some points. However – I can't uh, defend this one. Sanders, <laughs> Mr. Jason Sanders uh, decided to uh, Jason Sanders the field goal and uh, missed it pretty badly for a very makeable. Well, to be fair, makeable kick. I did hear it was windy. It is the windy city, and there was there was a gust. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, the one <laughs> thing we had we we had been talking about was you know Sanders' ability to make kicks inside of uh, of fifty yards. This one was well inside of fifty yards, and it was well wide. That hurt. So, that was bad. Can't defend it. Yeah. So going to halftime is twenty one seventeen. Get the ball back. Uh, you know we go right down the field and score again. This was the uh, the Waddle touchdown. Uh, another just 
beautiful throw uh, from Tua, just perfectly timed, throwing him open, uh, you know, throwing to spots. He's, Great he's move by Waddle to get to to come to the ball and cut off the the safety as well. Yep. Yeah. Just you can. They're just they're just in sync. They're they are on point. They know where they're supposed to be. Throws are getting there on time. You know, more often than not, they're in the right. They're in the the exact perfect spot. Um, it's just it's so fun to watch and so no, it's just different for uh, <laughs> for this fan base, I'm sure. Um, so 28 to 17, you know, it should be at least 31 to 17, but 28 to 17. Um, and then this is the the next Bears drive where um, they do they get a touchdown on this drive. Was this the one? That's the 61 yard. This run. was the drive where the X interception happened that was called back. Or if it no, was this next. was three plays. This was this they ran. Oh, this. This yeah, was the, the third. Yeah, the, 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 the sixty-one yard. Yeah, not yeah. the sneak. Yeah, I just <laughs> the sixty-one yard quarterback sneak. And that's what it felt like. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah, it looked like we were running in slow motion, like on that play. Like I was just like, and he was just gone, just gone. Like it just again, guys not being disciplined, not holding their, not holding the edge, and he was just. Like, I mean, shot that out this was the run. I mean, because we've all seen it a hundred times, but like Tyndall's in there as a spy. And he's he's watching him, and he's going with him, and he even couldn't keep up with the with the cut, like both him and I think he it's was, Wilkins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he overran it a little bit, but you're you're trying to catch up to a guy who can run. I mean, that it was yeah, it was clear early on in the game because I noticed I noticed that Tyndall was playing, and he I was wondering who the spy was going to be. Um, and as as fast as Tyndall is, and, and what a you know wonderful athlete, um, he was just taking some terrible angles. Like I don't know if you like it, yeah, it was no. apparent early on. I don't think he got on the field again after that one. Um, after that, I didn't. I don't think I saw him again after that one. Um, but yeah, just some just. I hope you know he you know he figures it out and becomes a you know contributing player because the the athletic talent that he has is unparalleled. You know what his problem is? He never should have changed his number. <laughs> That 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 might be the issue, but yeah, he was uh, yeah he was just very early on in the game. I could I could tell um, that he was gonna he was the uh, not the right choice. I mean, I understand why they had him do it, but he just yeah the the, the angles he was taking were were not right, and he was just didn't seem to have the the feel for the game that that he needs. I thought Baker would have been a good one to use. <laughs> I thought Baker could Baker takes pretty good angles and you know seems to honestly. But I guess you, you need him in pass coverage. I think. I think they need to be using like Eric Rowe. <laughs> they need to use somebody who, who can run with them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so they score and then they go for two. They get that. So that's twenty-eight to twenty-five. Um, Dolphins march right back down the field and score again. Uh, this was the Jeff Wilson touchdown, as as I alluded to. He did not drop the swing pass from Tua. This was a third and goal. He also um, made so. a great play, getting his hand on the ground and and getting around the corner and diving for getting the, into the end zone yeah that was yeah fantastic so uh 35 25 uh bears get the ball back this is the this is the drive where uh they force the interception there's a very very clear hold on the play as well the um not on the defense that one of i think it was i can't remember which the tackle phillips. phillips i think they tackled phillips it was like either phillips i remember what i remember screaming i'm like he tackled him and then i saw the play and i was like and then it was picked i'm like awesome and then the whole yeah. like two flags I, on the play yeah, I could be the. It was so ticky tacky that unless they unless it was like a different call than the one they showed, but like X barely had his hand on his on his on his hip and never in any way slowed him or impeded him from turning and going. Like, I I mean the, yeah, I thought that was a terrible call. So, it it, it basically the two penalties were you know wiped each other out. Dolphins defense can't come up with a stop. Bears go down and score. Uh, 35 to, uh, 32. Um, and then, you know, uh, we don't score, they get the ball back and, uh, you know, if there's a fourth down play, this is the way the game ended more or less was, a uh, long pass to a uh, long pass to Claypool down the sideline. Very, very well could have been called PI probably, you know, I, I think we'll both agree that it, it was PI. Um, I will not. I actually saw. I read. An, I read a nice article about that play. But if um, basically you have to, the, he didn't. He didn't impede his movement. Like the, he wasn't. Like he he had his arm around him, but he wasn't. 
Yeah, it's, it's that one like was he interfering with no him? there like, was i saw the tw- there was like a tweet about the an article like the i think the dolphins even had uh like uh refs you know in practice or whatever and they were told you if you got to keep your hands low if you're if you got your hands up on his shoulders it'll call it every time if it's down by the hips and you're not moving him or swinging him you right. you, you it won't get called and that's what it was like so that was a good no call. And now I wouldn't have been surprised if they called it because right. they call shit on us all the time. Oops. Sorry. But um <laughs> but but I don't think that was PI. Yeah, I mean it reminded me a little bit of the uh the Byron Jones uh PI that happened in the Raiders game a few years ago, the 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 face mask Mary game where oh, yeah. uh, they got Jones for where he clearly he he touched the guy, but he wasn't, you know, he was definitely not interfering with him. Yeah. Like he wasn't impeding him from catching the ball. Um, gave the Raiders that, uh, that late lead that was short lived before, uh, the, uh, <laughs> what was that play called? Did, did it have a name? The face mask, Mary or something? I can't, ref- I don't know. I thought, I it thought might we had a name. Had a name. It, but I- well, you know, we haven't even talked about like, uh, cause that was Mac Hollins against the Raiders and he's actually been playing well for the Raiders. I, I always liked Mac he's- Hollins. Yeah. Yes, I did. I love Matt Collins. So, um, yeah, and that was the end of the game. Dolphins got the ball back. We're able to just take a couple knees. Game over. And uh, on to next week. So six and three. Um, six and three. Say that wins. again. They're, I like it. I, the offense is clearly, you know, clearly clicking right now. Um, I believe I did see some good things from the defense. Like, I feel like there was some sustained pressure it just, you know, we just couldn't couldn't get him down. You know, uh, Ingram Ingram had a nice sack. He was the only one who had a, I, I believe, had a sack on the day, um, where he just, you know, he was the one that finally got his hands around him and just, you know, slung him to the ground. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I liked what I saw from Chubb. I, you know, Phillips and and he were were definitely in the backfield all day. They were just getting, you know, run around. So <laughs> I think we won't have that problem with most quarterbacks. Well, so definitely I, not I, this I, week. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So I know we're we're coming up to time on the break as we get into we'll preview the Cleveland game when we come back. But, yeah, I think I, I think it's going to be a, a good game uh, for this defense this week. Hopefully a bounce back game. They played much better at home. We are coming home. Um, I did remark it's it, it's interesting. The offense hasn't played very well at home, but we'll talk about that after the break when we preview the game. So please stay tuned. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. Uh, so as I was alluding to before the break, the Cleveland Browns are coming to Miami. Dolphins coming home after two straight road games, uh, both wins over the Lions and Bears, in which the offense played extremely well, but the defense did not uh, play their best, uh, to put it mildly. Um, Cleveland Browns are three and five. Jacoby Brissett is their quarterback. Jacoby Brissett is actually, I was looking at the QBR ratings, he is number seven in the league. Tua, number one. So last year, this offense that looked so completely lost had two quarterbacks that were in the top seven in overall QBR. So essentially two top ten quarterbacks were on this team last year and could do nothing with the the offense that we're planning or running out there. So it just goes to show you how important coaching is in this league. And Flores, for as great as he was on the defensive side of the ball, um, 
but we've said it a not million to, times. Just uh, did not have a plan on offense. Not to undercut your point because it, it, your point is valid and should be made on how terrible the offense was, but uh, QBR is a flawed stat because J- Jacoby Brissett is not the seventh best quarterback this season. He's played well. I just I'm, I'm he's some, what I'm insinuating here is he he's a capable played. NFL quarterback. You a, can win games with him. He looked like the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life last yes. year. No, no, true. He's a he's a good stopgap. He's doing what they want. Hold down the fort till Deshaun comes back. Um, and he, he's weird though, as he's been very hot and cold. Like this, the, there were like two games he's played very well, but he is yeah. he has looked very bad this year in some games for the Browns. Also, maybe not. Uh, yeah. Not like last year bad, but uh, but I'm hoping we can make him look that bad again. We'll see. I mean, he did one of the teams he struggled mightily with was the Patriots. And, you know, we we do run a similar style of defense. Uh, we definitely have not been as good as the Patriots defense this year on paper. Um, but we the, do run a similar style. How, and we did the same against Detroit as they did, right? Not so much, but that oh. was in Detroit, and they, you know, Detroit was a lot more healthy than they were when they played the Patriots when they played us. So maybe, you know, maybe that had something to do with it. I, I, I know, don't know. But either it, way, they shut them out. I mean, <laughs> Browns are three and five. They're coming off a bye. Uh, they're coming into Miami. They're also Jacoby coming Reset off a huge to, win. That's what I was going to get to, right? Oh, like, sorry. so the, the last game they played before their bye, um, you know, was on Halloween. Uh, just and they blew out the, the Cincinnati Bengals, who I believe were heavily favored in that game. Um, and they just, yeah, they they crushed the Cincinnati Bengals. It was not close. Um, but that is one of those, you know, interdivision things where the Browns just seem to own them as well. So, like, that might be part of it. Um, the Browns are known for their running game. They have a fantastic offensive line and two of the best running backs in the NFL in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Their defense is supposed to be very, very good. And I believe statistically it's not terrible, but it's not as good as it should be. Uh, Miles Garrett is... Uh, a monster he's a pass rusher for uh this is uh that sorry the cleveland browns and uh yeah he's a tremendous player i know they have other good players on their defense i'm drawing blanks uh rob who are some of their other stars on the defensive side of the ball who cares their helmets are ugly and their name is stupid that's fair fair point i the little elf they have on their field is interesting this year have you noticed that i have, have that little elf in the middle of the field i believe his i don't name know what is that means Bro- i believe his name is brownie cute okay all right well either way um i think we should i think the defense is going to show up in this game i believe as i was alluding to phillips and chubb should be able to get pressure um and brissette is a much easier target than uh than fields to say the least i think we saw saw a lot of that last year now he's big he's hard to get down but I think, um, you know, it, it's not you don't have to worry about him running around you. He will scramble a little bit because he is, you know, he's mobile. It's not like he's not mobile, but um, it's not like Justin Fields. So I think we should see some sacks from this defense when it comes to uh, passing situations. The key is going to be stopping the running game, um, which when we can key in on it, like we're actually pretty good at. So I think we should be able to stop this team. I'm feeling confident about it. Um, the offense matching up with their defense, I think, you know, we could see nobody's been able to stop us this year. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty, pretty confident about this one. So I'm going to say, uh, Miami dolphins, 28 Cleveland Browns, 20. Nice. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, so I'm a little, I'm a little scared in this one. It's just, yeah. I, I feel like this. I don't know if it would constitute a They're trap a game. Just like you know, we finally got our winning streak. We got the bye coming up, and like I know, so we're not looking past them. I'm just, it's hard to win four games in a row, in you know, in the NFL. Yes. So, so I'm a little worried. I mean, I think we're gonna win. I think we should win. Um, I think coming home's gonna help. You know, after we having Tua back and coming home. Um, I think this defense is unstoppable. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. But it is It is incredible how, like, they punt less than my Madden team. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, so I am going to... No, you s- said the defense is unstoppable. Did you mean to say the offense is unstoppable? Our offense. 
Yes, is our unstoppable. Offense, yeah, yeah. Our our defense is. I would agree with that. A defense. You said our. You said the defense is unstoppable, and I said no. Our defense is not unstoppable. No, that wouldn't make That's... any sense. An unstoppable defense. What is that? A defense is. I don't know why you said what you said. But that didn't make sense. So you should have known what I meant. <laughs> All right, so that is that is true. I should have known what you meant. That that we've we've been doing this long enough. I should I should actually know what you mean. So what do so I think I think it's going to be a little more like the one we this game we just had against the Bears. So I am going to say uh, it's going to be Dolphins will score thirty one and to twenty four. 31-24. Okay. So it's a one-score game. I mean, we both pick, we're both picking one-score games. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the key matchup, I, I think for us, like like the key matchup on offense is going to be Armstead versus Garrett, right? Like the like trying to stop him. And if they line Garrett up on the other side, um, Brandon Shell, um, who's played, he's he's been solid. Like he's, he's been, he's, I, I think he's played better than than Little, at least from what I've seen. Honestly, I like right now Shell and 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 Jones. Like I kind of like this five. <laughs> I had a feeling that Jones was going to play better than I Eichenberg, I think is, is playing because they're trying to develop him and get right. him into a role. But yeah, Jones actually is a pretty solid guard I think in this league. Yeah. I think Eichenberg so. probably is a higher ceiling. So they're trying to see if they can right. bring that out, you know, um, but Jones, the lower floor, uh, Austin's Jackson is practicing limited, but he's practicing this week. So I don't know. I haven't heard. Have you heard of any any rumblings of whether they're thinking of playing him this week? Um, I have not. Uh, I saw that he was limited. Um, I said Tehran's limited, but he's been <laughs> that's been all season for him. Yeah, he so um, no, he don't need practice. I, if I had to guess, I think it would be Shell. He's healthy. He's played well. I don't By think you week. need. And there's no need to rush Jackson back if he's just limited in practice. I think until he's a full participant, we probably won't see him. Um, but that would be that would be my assumption. It seems to make the most sense. Um, but I guess we'll see. I agree. I mean, I think then have the bye week practice with him, two weeks of practice back in, then have him come back and play a terrible Texans team. More concerning is the the Byron Jones news. No no movement there. Still no practice. No no timetable on the return. I guess they're holding out hope that he can come back after the bye. Um, We'll see. Uh, on the defensive side of the football, again, there's going to be, you know, it's a it's a Browns team that's very very focused on the running game. Um, you know, we'll probably see a lot of a Landon Roberts. Um, so, uh, you know, those are those. That's going to be a big big matchup, right? Like getting you know Raekwon, the big guys up front. You know, Raekwon, uh, Wilkins, Siler. Maybe we'll have an Ogba sighting. He he just doesn't seem right this year. Um, I know he's he's been dealing with some injuries, so. Um, hopefully, uh, those guys, you know, the guys that we really depend on to stop the run, um, we'll be able to do that, uh, th this week and Chubb and Chubb and Phillips are actually excellent run defenders for, for, you know, being edge guys. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's the key. That's the key to winning this game. Uh, it, you know, in, in my mind from the defensive side of the ball. So, all right. We're both feeling like we're going into the bye and it's, it's going to be huge to get a win going into the bye too. Seven and three. Um, Ooh, be a very, seven very and nice three is insane. Sounds a lot better than six and four. Yeah, that's insane if we get there. And it does yeah. sound better than six and four. So, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. We are, um, we haven't really looked at the, the quadrants because we just did finish the second quadrant and we're at six and three. Um, yeah, I had us, uh, I had us at five and four at the beginning of the year. You had us at six and three. So you're right on. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting path. We'll, um, you know, taking a look at the, the road ahead, this next quadrant that we're coming up on is Cleveland at home by week, then Houston at home, then two games in California at San Francisco at Los Angeles to, uh, to finish this quadrant off. So I had this one as a three and one, you had it as a two and two. Um, if we go into it seven and three, uh, I think two and two is, is, it's huge. So, um, you know, that means meaning only needing to go two and two to get to nine wins in the next quadrant would be, uh, you know, quite the uh quite the boost going into those last four games which are pretty tough well green bay one don't look so tough anymore no but that's one out of four <laughs> no true but that looked like maybe one of the hard, right it looked like 
uh, other than Buffalo, it looked like the second hardest one, and now it's the we'll replace that one. with the Jets, I guess. That you know, we finished sure. at home with the Jets, but I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So let's just focus. We got Cleveland this week. Let's get the first one, the first win in this quadrant, and then go into the bye week, seven and three. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Um, let's take a look at the games around the NFL. What happened um, in our pick'em last week, Rob? Do you have the uh, the stats in front of you? <sighs> nope. I they got lost in a fire. Oh, okay. So I guess I won then. Yes, you did. But you did not sweep me because we pushed on that Falcons-Chargers, which is garbage because the Chargers, God, do they win stupid games. They have no business. I mean, they lose games they should win, and they win games they should have lost. They're, the, they're stupid, and they're the worst. Their coach is terrible. Um, but, yeah, that game pushed. The other ones I was even worse on because I had the Panthers. I think I even said before the Bengals, like, this is the dumb dumb pick because every when everyone's down on a team that gets trounced, they're never as bad as you think. And like you know, the Panthers played beat the Bucks and the you know and the uh, and the Bengals got smashed by the Browns. So everybody was so I was high on the Panthers, but that was obviously stupid. Um, and I I thought the Packers I really thought the Packers were going to beat the Lions and. Honestly, I didn't watch a lot of the game, but I watched more of it than I probably wanted to because it was on, you know, on the other TV. I mean, other than like two of the worst <laughs> interceptions in the end zone, like they did outplay, like they should have won. It was like there's that was weird, but it's fun watching Rodgers like have no interest in in doing in playing with the, this team. Yeah, he seems to have just completely tuned out. I, I did not think the Lions defense was going to stop them. I just thought they were going to score more points than them. Well, I mean, obviously they right. scored more points than them. No, no, but, but uh, it was yeah, it they, was uh, more the it was but it was more the Packers shooting themselves in the foot than the Lions stopping them. Um, I, I mean, mean give the, the, them credit. the Hutchinson interception in the end zone that was a nice play. Like I mean, that it was, was, that was a nice really play, play, but on, it was. The, but I mean, yeah. yeah, he just didn't get enough on it. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I don't want to take anything away. Credit where credits due. Credits where credits due. Um, but here's something scary, though. I do not want. I don't think there's probably any way to do it, like under the cap or or you know whatever to make it to make it work. But people are talking about, oh, what should Aaron Rodgers do? The Jets should trade for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the that team oh, wow. would be insane. <laughs> I mean, it would be what we thought Denver would be, right? Good defense, all these weapons, put a guy in. And so, like, I don't want that to happen, obviously. Um, I want Zach I, Wilson yeah, to have a long career in green and white. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I don't I think, but it if should. anything, Rodgers retires after this season, I would imagine. Right? I know he's got 100 million reasons to play two more years. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see how that one plays out. All right, on to this week. Um, this was hard tough to pick. time. Yeah, yeah we did not like games this week. Um, I was really hoping you were going to take the Bucks. Uh, Bucks are favored by two and a half in Munich on Sunday, playing the Seattle Seahawks, who I think are a sleeper in the NFC at this point. I think they like it, 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 if anybody can come out like they're they're definitely they, one of the teams. I mean they I shouldn't even be a sleeper the anymore. NFC. They're they're winning their division. They're leading they the division. That shouldn't be they sleeping are. at the halfway midway point. This is true. This is true. Um but you would not you did not bite on that. So um how do you like the uh, the Denver Broncos getting three points going into uh, Tennessee? Can I interest you in some Russell Wilson going against the Titans? This game, I think the under over is 38. Uh, I ended up picking it just because oh, we needed a game. This game is going to be – these are two good defenses. Uh, bad Russell Wilson, possibly Malik Willis again. Um all right, Tannehill. Well, Tannehill was a full participant. Oh, he was full this, participant, today. right? Yeah. yeah. So we we think Tannehill's going to play. I don't um, know. This is I basically I'll t I'm taking the Broncos plus three. If if they're going to have an offensive output, it would have to be after the bye. Maybe they figured something out. I don't have a lot of faith in it, but I'm picking it. Let's see what happens. All right, all right. Um, how about the uh, the New Orleans Saints favored by a point and a half going into Pittsburgh on Sunday, Rob? What do you think about that? The Steelers are terrible. I mean, it's basically a pick 'em. I have the even Saints aren't bad. 
I have even less faith in this one, but I am taking the Saints minus one and a half. I don't understand. I I mean, on the outside, I understand going with Dalton over Jameis Winston, but not with the way Dalton's been playing. He's been he's been doing the Jameis Winston things you don't like and throwing the picks and the pick sixes without doing the Jameis Winston things you like, which is uh, throwing the touchdowns. Although for fantasy, he does feed Kamara and Olave, so I'm a fan of that because I have those guys. But their offense looks better with him out there. But I mean, I and I honestly like I actually thought they had kind of turned a corner. But that Ravens team is is kind of scary right now, especially with the yeah addition of Roquan Smith. So I mean, it's you know they handled them on Monday night, but that's not shocking. The, the they, Ravens are yeah, that's really true. good. Although the without without Bateman and and Andrews missing time, like their offense is different. They're obviously limited. The Ravens. Yeah, likely that the rookie tight end they have is uh, yeah, he's is nice. He's not good. Mark Andrew, yeah. but he's he's yeah. good. Yeah, so, so I'll take yeah, the stupid Ravens. Saints. Okay, so Saints. All right, I'll take the I'll take the terrible Steelers getting a point and a half at home. Um, all right, the the next one, I had to. Uh, I'm gonna try and get you to give me an extra point. So the Giants are favored by four at home against the the Houston Texans. Um, I feel like it should be. If you gave me five, I would. I would take the Texans. Will, will you give me an extra point, Rob? Give me an extra point. <laughs> You're to take the, the worst. Texans? I took the stupid Broncos. They're the worst team in the world. <laughs> but fine. So I'm hearing I, yes. So yes, you'll give me an extra. I point. will because I, that line seems weird to me. I don't. I don't know how the Giants aren't a touchdown favorite against the Texans at home. Yeah, I think they're actually easily going to cover that, even at five. So I'll just. I'll. I'll be. I'll take the. Uh, I'll take the Texans getting five points going on the road. They're. They're bad. You know, they. They played. Uh, you know they played their little hearts out against the uh, the Eagles on Thursday night, but Damian Pierce is is a, is a monster. He's the truth. Yeah, he's um, good. Their offensive line's actually okay. Well, it ought to be. But, they get traded up a lot to get that tackle. <laughs> That's one guy. That's only one guy, though. And I mean, um, we only fielded an entire team from that trade. <laughs> uh, not just an entire team, but like uh, like stars. Yeah. You know, like generational talents. You know, the uh, the Tunsil trade ends up being, you know, I think Laramie it finished. For, I think it finally finished with the with us trading the Chub. The, yeah. for Chubb. That was the last the last pick that yeah, came so from a pick that came from a pick that came from the Laramie Tunsil trade. Is yeah, finally it's, it's Chubb. It ended up being Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Noah Igbenogany, and De- uh, Devon Holland. So that's uh it's a pretty nice haul for the for the i mean there were other tra- there other was players more than that. That no yeah. longer on the dolphins and texans because kenny stills was part of that trade also so that's right um yeah but uh what a trade what a i would i would make that trade 10 times out of 10 <laughs> can we do it again can we send them laramie tunsil back i hope so I, that would be great if we could all right let's uh take a stroll over to the degenerate side of things rob all right so, I was perfect. I'm very happy. I had, I just, well done. I took my, I took my overs. Waddle over 67 and a half. He had 84. Hill over 86 and a half. He crushed it. We all know with 143. We both liked Tua over. He's been at one and a half touchdowns in the props. That seems crazy low for a guy who throws three touchdowns a game, which he did. So I hit all three of those. How did you do? Well. Um, I did pretty good. Not as good as you, though. Um, so my uh, my I like to I like to take the 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 dregs. Right. Like so Cole Komet, I thought was definitely going to not get 20 and a half receiving yards because Justin Fields can't throw the ball. But I was shocked. He got uh, 41 yards. So I lost that one. But David Montgomery, they had him at 50 and a half rushing yards. I I felt like we could stop him from running the ball, which we 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 contained him 36 yards. So that got me mine. And then, uh, as you alluded to, Tua over on the one and a half touchdowns, he threw three. So I got, I went two and one. You went three and zero. Oh. Well done, Rob. All right, it gets me. I have one more win than you, but you have won one more week than me. So All right, so we're we're close. close in these. I like it. I like it. This has been a fun game. Um, what props caught your eye this week, Rob? So, the uh, I am going. So um, I heard a stat on a fantasy pod today that Amari Cooper's road home splits are crazy. Like on the road, he is 
averaging like two catches for 30 yards or three catches for 20 yards, like something terrible like that. So I'm going under Amari Cooper, 62 and a half yards. I also think, you know, maybe we get X on him. Maybe, you know, well, Donovan Peoples-Jones has been a little feisty for them. Maybe he's he's the one they go to. So going under Cooper, going over Waddle, 67 and a half. Um, uh, I'm just keep riding with that. I honestly wanted to go over with Hill, but they're, they're just, they keep jacking the number. And I don't even remember what it was. I closed the thing, but they had it at, clo- at over 90, I believe, um, at 90 something. Um, and yes, I think he'll have another 100 <laughs> yards. But what I'd rather do is take Tua over 270 and a half yards because I think 300 yards is, uh, you know, completely in play and, uh, and I expect it. At this point, we're spoiled. So All spoiled. Right. I like it. I like it. I like it. His, the, when, um, this, when this season started, two of his overs were like 225. And, I know. And I remember two, Hill, 226, Hill and Waddle were, were like 50 and 60. Like this. Yep. <laughs> like taking candy from a baby at this point. I don't yeah. want to jinx it, so I'm going to knock on some wood. Well, but they're, yeah, well, they're uh, jacking the numbers. I mean, they're they're getting it closer. That's Yeah, this is true. All right, so I found a little one that I liked, another weird one. So Robert, uh, not Robert, Robert Hunt is our <laughs> is our guard. So Kareem Hunt, who is a running back for the Cleveland Browns, they have his receiving yards at 13 and a half. I'm going to take the under there. I've uh, I've noticed we don't really give up a lot of receiving yards to running backs this year, aside from the one Brees Hall play that went for like 79 yards in the Jets game. But I've chosen I also to forget that Jets Robert game Hunt, altogether. Robert Hunt under 13 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I, we I like would take that. <laughs> Robert Hunt under 13 and a half for sure. Although but, he no, did I think have Kareem that, Hunt. He did have that one run that was we love. Yeah. It was called back, though. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so Kareem Hunt under 13 and a half. I like that. Um, I am going to just live and die by this one. They, again, have two of his touchdown passes at one and a half, so I'm going to go over that. So I think he's going to get at least two, obviously. Um, and then the uh, Jacoby Brissett. 226 and a half passing yards. I say he goes under this week. I think like I alluded to earlier, I think the defense is going to going to show up on Sunday. It's a home game. Um, I think we match up pretty well with this team. They're going to try to run the ball. We should be able to stop it and then force Jacoby to pass. And then I think we can get some pressure on him. So let's go. I think uh, I think this this should play out nicely. Hopefully let's uh, let's see. Famous last words. Fingers crossed. All right. So uh, that brings us to the end of the second half or the second segment of our show. When we come back, um, it will be time for Rob and I's favorite part of the show, Fantasy Camp. So please stay tuned. And we are back. So uh, without further ado, it's time for our favorite part. Hit it, Rob. Love that. Love that drop. Okay, so um, for those of you that are not familiar with the show, Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp is a game that Rob and I like to play where we draft fantasy teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. Uh, We've added a few twists this year where we've changed the the scoring. Actually, as of last week, we made uh, defensive scoring a lot higher, um, and we added a flex to where we were previously – forced to have um four offensive players and one defender now you could still draft four offensive players or you can draft a second defender so uh we added that flex an offensive player or a defensive player we actually have um, four flexes because you could start there's no limit there's no minimum on wide receiver tight end running back so we have there's, when I say flex, there's I mean three flexes defense, right? that's a duper flex i just made that up instead of super <laughs> instead of super flex it's it's for defender can go in there, so it's a duper flex that can be either a defender or an offensive player, and then a single defensive player. The so. duper flex in honor of our one of our favorite Miami Dolphins, Mr. Mark Duper. So, all right, um, why don't you recap what happened last week? You won, but that's okay. I'm I'm happy because the Dolphins won. That's right. Be- well, the, has been every week and will be every week. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I picked first, so I had Tyreek Hill, and his day alone was almost enough to, for me to win, but your first pick 
was Waddle, and he had a heck of a game. So we're running wreck neck and neck, but you took Mostert, and that left me with Jeff Wilson Jr., <laughs> which <laughs> really I only had picked because there's not much. You know, he was like yeah. this. He was like the sixth person picked after Gasicki and Sherfield. So he ended up doing well with the 15 points. He was actually one point behind Waddle. So, and I had uh, Phillips and Baker had a, a better defensive day than Holland and Chubb. That gave me uh, 11 points to the four added on there. So I win 49 to 32. It was a, a pretty good outing. 49's like in the probably the second best. I know you had a fifth. You had that 58. That was uh, oh the, <laughs> the 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 Ravens week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I think that's an all-time high. That'll be a tough one to top. So, it will. well done. Um, yes, and to be clear, we did give uh, we gave Phillips a forced fumble for the uh, for the blocked punt. Um, so that's how we'll be scoring those going forward. I hopefully we see more of them. Yeah, but uh, we we might not. So, um, all right. Well, this week I have the first pick. So who are you gonna shocker. take? I'm I'm gonna take Tyreek Hill. What? Yeah. That's, well, that's my guy. Makes sense. And the next two picks have been Waddle and Mostert all season. Except You're not going to go chalk, now. are you? You're going to change it up. I am. I am going to take the real Wilson Jr. with Jalen Waddle, of course. <laughs> Cedric? So you're going to take Waddle and Cedric The Wilson real Jeff Wilson Jr., please um, step up. Jeff Wilson. All right. Well, um, I will happily take Mostert and uh Go ahead and give me Gasecki. So Hill, Moser, Gasecki, that's a pretty solid one, two, three. Those are guys that might actually play in regular fantasy leagues. Yeah. Well, those are all the ones that might play in real fantasy leagues. Nobody left will. So, but Sherfield is, you know, he's a steady two to three catches for 20 to 40 yards. Well, I don't think he ever gets to 40, but it could be like 30 something. Um, so I yeah. will take Sherfield, and this is why we invented the duper flex because at this point we'd be trying to find another player, and we would be playing like River Craycraft or I think you Cedric actually Wilson Cedric Wilson Jr. You actually had uh, Alec Ingold in one in this spot once. That's when we realized we need. That was I was that. debating. <laughs> Dad, I don't think I actually oh, took Ingold. I think right. we decided to change the rule at that point. <laughs> that was and that was the week <laughs> after he scored the the sneak. So so yeah. So here you know maybe we get another viable starter at some point on offense to get in there. But again, that's a, you know that's a lot of players to you know of just from one team. I so, debated going with Cedric Wilson Jr. Honestly, in in my duper flex this week, I debated it. Uh, I am going to take Phillips. I want him to. I okay. think he's going to get there. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I think he's going to have a good game. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take Chubb, uh, Bradley Chubb, and uh, Javon Holland. I think. Uh, I think. I think those guys have have monster games on on Sunday. All right, I'm going to. Uh... I'm going to do something a little different here. Normally, we're going for the home run, the high ceiling guys, you know, Phillips, Chubb, you want your sacks, Holland, sacks, and INTs. I'm since we get a point for a tackle now, I'm just I'm just going to take uh just going to take a Landon Roberts. I just give me my floor. Let me get my 5 to 8 points in in tackles. There's going to they're going to be running. Uh Roberts should be in there to stop the run. Uh yeah, go with the floor guy. High floor. Thanks. I I alluded to it like it, sh it should be, you know, they like to run the ball. I think, you know, we'll see a lot of Landon Roberts. He played a lot in the Bears game because the Bears are another heavy run uh, offense. So, yeah, he should he should be on the field a lot. And he's a he's a good tackler. So it's a good pick. I like it. Awesome. I like it a lot. All right. All right. We got a little bit a uh, little bit of time left for some nonsense. So um, nope. I did. Uh, oh, Fire and Blood came in the mail. The the George R.R. R. Martin book. Um, I have started it. I am. Very much enjoying it. It's uh, basically like a like a history retelling. So Scotty, uh, Scotty Heron, uh, one of our our loyal listeners. Who, I know Scotty. Um, yep, he he sends us emails and he always gets a shout out on the show. Um, but he mentioned that uh, uh, I had mentioned that I had ordered the book last week, and uh, he sent us a message um, at our email, which any of you can do. Uh, the blowhole radio at gmail dot com, and uh, we will also give you a shout out on 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 air. Um, but he mentioned to me that the uh, the book is written a lot different than the actual Song of Ice and Fire books, um, which it is. Um, but I'm greatly enjoying it. It's just a you know historical retelling of the 
the Targaryen dynasty in Westeros. So I'm through. I I've just started it this week, so I'm about a hundred pages in. But um, I know very I'm, very good so I've far. I've been like jerkishly not watching it. Um, and oh, the TV show. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. under the book now, so maybe no, you'll no. read the book, right? Well, I realize that, but and and I'm sure the book is good. But I'm going. I'm not going to lie. That description makes it sound terrible. Like I just a historic retelling of it. Just sounds like, and then Daenerys begat Flangarius, who married Jongarius, and it's not quite like that. I know. I realize it goes through like the uh, like it goes through like you know the Aegon's conquest. For those of you that are Game Game of Thrones fans, like it, it, it's good. I the first hundred pages are all about like the the reign of Aegon the Conqueror, which is. uh, was, I, I like it, but I'm a huge Game no, of no. Thrones nerd, And I, so. I'm saying I'm sure it's good, but saying it's a historical, like, te- retail made it sound, doesn't make it sound good. I know, I'm sure it is. I highly it. recommend it if you like yeah. Game of Thrones did and Scott, are interested in Scott House like Targaryen it? and dragons. What's that? Did Scott like it? Um, He said he enjoyed it, yeah. Okay, I might give it a, I might give it there a read go. then. Yeah. Um, so we also got another email, a uh, new emailer, first time emailer from, uh, Dave Killingsworth. Uh, I believe he is based in Texas. Um, he actually, he was very, in, had some insightful knowledge about why Ezekanma is not playing. So, um, similar to what you had said that that's, um, not being pro ready, but the, um, you know, the, the style of offense that is played in Texas tech does not lend itself to, um, preparing wide receivers to play in the NFL right away. Uh, and he doesn't think, you know, that, that he's quite there yet in terms of scheme. So that's probably why, um, but really good email from Dave. So hope you're out there. If you're out there listening, Dave, thanks for dropping us a line. Really appreciate insight. it. Um, and then one other, we had another one uh, on the Twitter. So there are still people on the, on the Twitter. So at T blowhole, um, where's our check? Who was, <clears throat> we, yeah, you like, and subscribe so we can afford a blue check mark. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Appreciate that. So, uh, so Vince the Prince, who actually uh, was in San Francisco this week, we saw him at the uh, at the Dolphins bar, um, and drops a shout out on uh, T Blowhole. So, give uh, Vince the Prince a follow on the Twitter if you are out there. He is a uh, uh, he's an artist like you, Rob. He's a he's a recording artist uh, and music producer. Awesome. And he lives in L.A. Big Miami Dolphins fan from the 305 originally. So, um, yeah. Meeting, meeting new people, getting some, getting some more than more than just Scotty getting shout outs on the, uh, on the show. I like now, it. So I can't leave yeah. the house. Uh, um, <laughs> Rebecca got COVID tested positive about two hours ago. So that's always fun. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope she, is she feeling all right? No, she was sick. Like, I mean, she's fun. It's, she's not like, she's going to be, yeah, it's just bad flu. Like she's just, she feels awful and, uh, she's just watching Harry Potter. She says it's that, e- that doesn't sound that bad actually. We watched it, a Harry Potter the other night. It was good. She says it's easy to sleep to. She's like, I've seen him so many times. It's easy to sleep to. I'm like, fair. I can understand that. That makes yeah. sense. Well, give her my best. Tell her I hope she feels better. Um, how about you? You watching anything good? Have you seen anything cool lately? Not that's not uh, this is whatever naked and afraid that you were watching. It's whatever. alone, which I'm still watching and I love. Um, it's not. It's not at all cool. But since you've got uh, a house full of young uh, daughters there, the I I I don't know why I really like the Enola Holmes movies. They just released a se- oh we watched that the new one yeah we watched it with Lucy the other night and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. That I just I like the Millie Bobby Brown and and Henry Cavill Cavill what's his name the the Witcher the Superman yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his name Henry Cavill yeah they're. Uh, they're great in it, and I just yeah, their chemistry's Hel- good. They're and, they're on screen. Yeah, it's good. And Helena Bonham Carter, it, you know, it's just it's it's fun. It's you know far from cool, but definitely fun, especially if you've got like a teenager or something that would enjoy it. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I get, there was a new season of uh, Big Mouth. We uh... oh, I started <laughs> it. I just I just it's watched I think the third episode, which is which is quite hysterical. Uh, about women. I just I realize how one. much you sound like the dad. Like you sound like Andrew's dad when you get angry. It's so funny. <laughs> that is well, that is not a compliment, but I, I can but I can also I also can't deny only it. Only when you're angry though, but that's because he's always angry. So it's true. So yeah. I do get but, I do get high pitched and uh 
I, I can, it is hard to control. I try to be better. <laughs> I, I, I see you holding it back right now. I, I can, I can, I can actually, tell. I actually realize, because when I hear this, I'm like, ah, I hate the sound of my voice. I need to, I need to start working on my radio voice. I think I should be speaking more like this from now on. It you just, sound uh, great, Rob. Don't, don't change a thing. Why, don't YouTube a thing. fella. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew's dad's actually, I think, the funniest part of that show. Oh, that guy. There's, <laughs> There's no not funniest part of that show. I mean, it's, it's this. It's this is so, true. I am so normally good. dying laughing when I'm watching it. Um, oddly enough, not uh, not very easy to watch with my teenage daughters, so we never ever watch it together. It's, but um, it's great yeah, for them to watch. Work. But yeah, you can't watch it with them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I actually exactly. haven't seen the Nick Kroll has a comedy special on Netflix that uh, I heard is pretty good. So that might nice. be worth checking out. Um, yeah, I'll have to check that. There's an there was another one that was on there recently that I saw that I wanted to watch. I can't remember. Well, I'll uh yeah, I'll have to check it out maybe for next time. Um oh White Lotus also started up on uh on HBO. Have you been keeping up with that? Is that I, I totally need, new cast. I've yeah, I've watched the obviously I saw season one. I am I need to start that. Actually, I mean I I haven't watched Obi Wan, and I want to watch Andor really bad. Oh, so Andor to, was yeah. really good. I'm not. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, I've I was heard nothing about but great too. things about I, it. So I really, I'm really excited to start that. I just, uh, I got to. Oh, maybe she's sick. I can make her watch it when she's sick. She won't even know we're watching it. If you can get her to, if if now is the time, then watch House of Dragon now. Like that's like do it now. I'd rather watch to. Andor. Andor's really good. I, I yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't knock that. We can talk about that next week, maybe. All right. Let's go, Dolphins. We're going streaking. Let's go, Dolphins!